I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. Unlike, I said, this is a joke we did before, whatever. Marcus isn't here yet, buddy. Sorry. What, what, what joke are we going to repeat? Unlike the state of Georgia, we're uh, we're not dry right now, or we uh, are dry right now. Or I was I was gonna say another joke we've done before. I was gonna say much like the desert planet of Arrakis, <laughs> we are dry. <laughs> I think we I like how there's not even puns. any there's not even any like Dune news. But we're still in our brains. We can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, all the news is just wait for the next movie. It's coming. And we're all doing that. Um. At least we don't have to wait for the next book. At least it's finally it's finally dead. Or is it? Are they still writing those books? No, they. I think they released one this last year. One of those Brian Herbert, uh, whatever his fucking name Kevin is. Kevin J. Anderson. Kevin J. Anderson Jesus books. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Let it be done, guys. I know. Um, so, so we used to start with the show talking about politics. Um... And I got a question for you. What do you know about monkeypox? I know that it has been declared a... What, what, what's the word they're using on this one? A uh, national health crisis? Yeah. That's all I know. And I'm pretty sure it's transmitted through touch, I think. I would imagine if it's a, if it's a pox. It's also airborne. Oh, it is airborne. Like, I didn't know that. Like I, thought it was, pox. I thought it was only through touch. Um, no, no. Like smallpox, it is airborne. Well, that 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 sucks. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it if it's gonna be our it's gonna be the next COVID. If it's the next COVID, then it's probably the fall of democracy in America. I'm gonna imagine. I don't think that monkeypox is quite as transmissible as uh, as COVID, but it is transmissible. See, right now, all the health people are are lying. They're saying it's only a gay person disease. They're saying that um, that this is a, a a disease that concerns men who have sex with other men, um, mm. and because it, it it is sexually transmitted as well, it can be for sure, and that's a problem, obviously. But it also has other vectors of transmission which are not sex related, and so there's a lot I think of dangerous mis- misinformation flying around right now about who's at risk here. Mm-hmm. Which is not going to help anybody. This is just like AIDS all over again. Yeah, that uh, that sucks because I mean, I you'd think with stuff like diseases and things that are like life threatening, we would just want to give it to you straight, you know, not to make a pun. I didn't mean for that to happen, um, but but no, they the same thing they did with AIDS. It's just weird misinformation to to push 
puritanical agendas. It's just so weird. Yeah. And today I did not seek this out, but was shown pictures of a monkeypox affected uh, uh, anus. And Seth, let me tell you, if more people could see what this thing does to your butthole, they might take it more seriously. Um, I can't imagine trying to pass a turd through the thing that I saw occurring. It was God fucking awful. The pain must be unimaginable. So how did you stumble upon this? I read threads about COVID and someone had posted a, a tweet about monkeypox where a person who's been researching it for years posted a picture that had mouth and butthole affected with monkeypox pictures. And it looked pretty fucking terrible. Although if we do want to scare the public, those are the two places you would want to show them a disgusting disease. That or maybe the penis. The, the penis, yeah. That, that would, any genitals, anything we hide behind clothes normally will probably... Uh, Probably scare people a little bit, at least. I'm talking, you, you, you've seen pictures of smallpox victims, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Monkeypox looks just like it. But imagine those those blisters you've seen, but around the, the, your anus. Wow. That's... That's an image, for sure. And, yeah, that... I don't want that... I'm gonna go. Ahead, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I don't want that to happen to me. I think part of the problem with COVID is that COVID is not a very photogenic disease. Um, mm. You don't. Nothing looks wrong with you when you have it, right? I mean, you look sick, but it's not like it was like polio or some shit where you looked obviously fucked up and you know couldn't move or something sort of paralyzed. You know, I think if smallpox was easy, I think to sell to people because hey, look at this fucker. He's covered in white blisters. That could be you. Yeah. You know. Monkeypox is kind of like that. And the worst part, I think, is that they've, they've confirmed the two first cases in America in children. And I think this is a bad thing because they are pushing this fucking lie that it only affects gay men. And at a time right now when the fucking right wing is going crazy with their groomer nonsense, that's not a, that's not a safe thing to be saying, I don't yeah. think. God, you see the groomer sucks. stuff, right? Be, be more specific rumor stuff people on the internet are now, basically they're trying to say that lgbt stuff is trying to groom children oh yeah yeah for sex i know that was a big narrative that was being pushed and there was all those people just hate drag queens reading books and doing wholesome performances um yeah for children that was one thing oh these drag queens are actually just doing this to add to their ring of groomed uh children and i'm like where are you getting this from yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a really dangerous because once you start per- bringing children into things, it, the the discourse gets to get really fucking crazy with people. Unless you're talking about guns, I guess. And then, in any case, any amount of children can be murdered, uh, and it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine then. But yeah, I remember seeing this tweet where somebody like was like, "Look at this degeneracy happening at, at Pride." It was a man in a penis costume. And the penis costume had a vagina between the knees, and he was tilting his head down and putting the penis into the vagina. Yeah, yeah. Think about it for a I'm second. I'm doing all the math. Yep. And people were like, look at this awfulness. And it turned out that it was not from a pride festival. It was a, a religious thing in Japan. Um, and it's just some weird, silly ceremony they had. I was trying to understand. I don't know. Isn't that, don't they want people to have heterosexual sex? 
Right, but not with yourself, I guess. Or and also not don't show it to children as a thing. Children ah. shouldn't know what sex is, apparently. Exactly, exactly. We can't tell them. Gotcha. Cause, okay. Because that's because withholding information from people has historically always worked out well. Yep. Don't educate anyone. <laughs> yeah. The less you teach people, the better off they are. That's that's never backfired. No one's ever gotten the wrong impression or information. No one's ever found out things the wrong way. Mm-mm, never happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So yeah, the, the groomer stuff is pretty scary. I, I fear for people who are LGBT because that's going to have some backlash, I think. It's going to be very bad for people. Wasn't there news on um, codifying same-sex marriage, though? The House voted for it, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess there's they voted, they voted. something positive enough is happening as of now, which is... And now that goes to the Senate, though, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we'll see. But it's it's better than what we were dealing with last month, which, I mean, we're still dealing with. It hasn't gone away. But No. Yeah. It fucking no, it's fucking sucks. Gonna, it's just going to continue to accelerate. Um... But yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with the Senate when it comes to, to same-sex marriage. I mean, to me, that one just seems like okay. I guess I would have said that abortion was also over with. We kind of we we you know had settled it, but apparently it didn't. Apparently, that's it's still it's still a going fucking concern. Yeah, um. I can't remember which school it was. You you heard in Michigan or something? The medical did you see this with the the, the medical uh, incoming doctors? Yeah, walked out because the keynote speaker was anti-abortion. Yeah, which bad look, honestly, from a medical school, right? Um, and it's so funny. It's like like if there was no context, it would actually look really sad. But it, it's really funny because this person, all these people are walking out. The person's just like, I'm so honored to have been picked as the person to do this white coat ceremony, and just droves of people are leaving. It's it's yeah. very funny on the on the outside. I was reading the Twitter comments. People were just like, "What well, they they're 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 supposed to be so doctors. They're open minded. They can't sit and listen to another opinion on something." And it's like. They've heard the opinion. Yeah. We've all heard the opinion. Yo, I had a teacher in my college uh, media and communications class bring in a lady who was anti-vaccine who and went on, told, talked to us for an hour about how she 100% believes that vaccines gave her child autism and that through alternative medicine they had cured him. And... I sat through that shit and I wanted to walk out so bad. I wanted I wanted to be that guy. But I for me, I had to know. Like I had to know what the extent of all the bullshit was. And absolutely disgusting after she got done. There were a non there was there was more than one person who asked her, "Oh, how can I get like exemptions from stuff for like I want to get if I, if I don't want to have my kids vaccinated." And I was just like, oh, God, she's creating, oh, my, she's just creating such a bad feedback loop here. And, yeah, it, it was so bad. So I can understand them. I can completely understand wanting to walk out if you don't want to hear a bunch of bullshit. And that's the other problem, too, I think, is people are like, if you don't like it, don't listen or whatever. Or, or you know, it's, Unless it's their opinion. It, if it's my right. opinion, listen. Exactly. But I'm like, some opinions do not deserve to be given the 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 floor. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can 
you everyone knows this. I'm not a fan of freedom of speech. I think speech should be regulated by by the, by the government in some ways. You can't shout fire in a crowded theater. You also shouldn't be allowed to sell lies about fucking vaccines, a thing we know is effective and works. There is an overwhelming body of evidence that should not be permitted, you know? Because yeah. like you said, she managed to sway some people with yeah. her fucking her words. She shouldn't be given the platform to say it, you know? It's insanity. Exactly. And the same, like, that's the whole problem with free speech for me. Is I, I, I might not be as hardline against it as you are but for me it's just i just don't like when people don't understand that it cuts both ways like you have the freedom to say whatever you want and i have the freedom to ignore the fuck out of you if i want like that right. is that's the way it works they if you are allowed to ignore stuff i'm allowed to ignore stuff you you if you yeah. don't believe in that then you don't believe in free speech and you cannot use it as an argument yeah because walking out of a, of a lecture is People are like, oh, she's being canceled. And it's like, that's the opposite of being canceled. Yeah, she, she literally a has a platform. And they just chose not to listen. Exactly. Is this not the exact way you should do it? Yeah. I don't get it. That's why people are stupid. But that's yeah. the whole thing about every time you see an article where it's like, oh, millennials are killing the napkin industry. I'm like, we, they, we grew up saying, oh, vote with your dollar. So if I don't want to mm. spend money or support napkins, I'm not doing it. But now it's my fault for doing what I was told. What the hell? Yeah. It's just the stupidest loop of insane shit. It's the same problem with, uh, you know, BDS, the... Uh, the uh, the K-pop band? To... Nope. Oh, wait, the what? You said BTS, <laughs> don't right? Us... No, don't bring those people in here. Oh, wait, what'd you say? Um, boycott, it's BDS. Oh. Boycott, divest, and sanction in regards to Israel. And treatment of Palestinians. And the U.S. government has gone in several states and banned the ability to participate in BDS. They're like, no, you can't boycott and divest and sanction Israel. We won't let you do that. So it's like, wait, you're going to force us to buy shit from Israel? Is that what you're, is that really what you're doing right now? It's, it's what the fuck? Um, it's, I didn't know about this term before. There's an esports team named Team BDS. Oh, and now I'm, I'm wondering if they've ever gotten any weird comments about that. Where are they from? Do you know what part of the world they're from? I believe they're from somewhere in Europe, but I can do a little fat check. I'd be, oh man, if it's like, depending on how far east in Europe you go, it, it could, they it are could get Swiss, weird. Based in Geneva. Okay, so probably not. They're probably okay then. Yeah, I think, I can't what's, remember. What's it, what's it stand for? Uh, it stands like for anything. Oh, okay. So interesting, honestly. We like BDS, we like BDS, but not the M. All right, we 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 want we want uh, uh what is it um bondage? We want uh domination and sadism, but not masochism. No, no, no. <laughs> None of us are masochists. Yeah, no, no, no masochists here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like some people should like it's like it's like flat earthers. Like I don't need to hear their fucking shit. All right, I've heard it before. I know it. It's dumb. I don't care. Yeah, it's and it, flat Earth. That, that one's got to be done. They've played themselves. I watched a video, <laughs> I watched a video recently of, uh, of Alex Jones because he's still going. Do you know this? He's still he's still around. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time, buddy. He um he was ranting about how all the European families of note are descended from Count Dracula, and the, the uh, not literally not kidding you. Wait, hold um, up. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Here's the thing. I got. I'll, I'll say about this about Alex Jones. I feel like if I was in a position where I had to pump out 
that much content to keep my whole business afloat, I might start talking about this stuff too. So I don't know. I don't know what I can say. But go ahead. Up right here. All right. He says that uh, America was founded by Sir Francis Bacon to become a second Atlantis. And uh, Got it. that all, all the big European families are, are descended from uh, Count Dracula and that America and the and China have put nanotechnology in food to wipe out 90% of the population. Uh-huh. This is just a Metal Gear Solid plot. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but here's the thing is I watch him now and his his heart's not in it. His rants aren't as energetic. He's not yelling. He's just saying things. And man, um, how the mighty have fallen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you can only keep that fire for so long, you know. I mean, if we're talking about, if we're trying to compare his career to other things, he's in like his 17th season in the NFL and he's not Tom Brady. Like he's just a regular ass guy who played 17 years. He is, he's out of breath. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get it. I get it, Alex. Just hang it up. Hang it up. You can't be, you can't do what Gaffieri has done and just, just run, um, just run your personality for so many years. You, know? you are not uh, the uh, uh, you are not uh, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki making fifteen seasons. Super exactly, you, can't do it. you just can't do it. Um, yeah, and here's the thing: Alex Jones, obviously bad person, does bad stuff, has yeah. had a negative influence on our politics. But if you could take his whole thing and you could just shove it into a box that is fiction and it never escapes that box to affect the real world, he would be primo entertainment back in the day. Oh, yeah. He was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, if you think of his, his whole thing as like a fictionalized radio drama of, some, of, mm. of sorts, it's amazing. It's masterpiece. The, guy, yeah. the guy's crazy. If he was a comedy podcast, it'd be the, one of the funniest things on the goddamn internet right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's too, it's it's just it's too bad that kind of, that kind of like funniness that that humor has to then be turned into what it is. I want some contrived scenario where Nathan Fielder does a Nathan for you style thing <laughs> for for Infowars. Yeah, I want to somehow make that because let's go and say this right now: there is no way Alex Jones knows who Nathan Fielder is or about Nathan for you no. or the rehearsal. So I don't think it will be that hard for. Nathan to make this work. Nah. And that that I would I would directly pay for that. Like I would pay for the production in some way, shape, or form to make that happen. Yeah, I can see that. That would be awesome. Tur- it's time to turn it around, Alex. Rebrand yourself. Exactly. All right. Go back to your roots as being kind of an off brand art bell, you know? Uh, uh, what was it called? It was, uh, it was America. Was it Coast AM, FM, Coast something that old conspiracy theory um, radio show? People would talk about crazy shit all the time. But before it got yeah. to be like serious, like it was when it was like it was lizard people and, and not Jews running the world. I'm like, guys, go yeah. back. Lizards were way cooler. That's one thing though. If more people knew about Art Bell, they would know that Alex Jones, he's got nothing. Art, yeah. Art Bell was the master. Our bill was genius because all he did was open their lines up and say "call in." Yeah, people would just he knew how to he knew how to do his job, and they screened out the racist people and the and the real crazy people and just kind of brought in the the light weirdos, you know. Yeah. By the way, so speaking of absolute crazy people, have you seen transvestigations on the internet right now? I don't know what this is, but it sounds horrible. 
It is horrible. It's people who, who are looking at pictures of people and saying they're, they're trans or not. And when I and said, oh. I'm not talking about regular folks off the street. I'm saying they're out here saying Chris Pratt, born a woman. Okay, I hadn't seen those. I actually remember now you had shown me some of these of people who were just saying. So you said, actually, I got I to gotta investigate you real quick. You okay. sent me some pictures, some, some, some tweet screenshots of people who had done this. In the photos, the people had like emojis over their face. Were the emojis yeah. there originally, or did the person posting it put those there to save that person's identity? That's the latter, yeah. Okay. Because at first when I saw this, I thought they were like putting emojis on things and then trying to make a whole thing about, oh, how emojis are trans or something to like, I don't know, some weird, which I'm sure there's that agenda somewhere too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. So that makes, it still is horrible, but that makes a little more sense than what I thought originally. Um, yeah, that's just, uh, what is the, what's the point? What is happening? They're losing their minds is the thing. And, and here's how bad it is. This lady, on uh, her name is uh, Jane Clara Jones, tweeted a, a photo of some kind of something, this women's logo, and it has three silhouettes of women. And the third one, they say is a trans person. It's a, a, a guess or whatever, in their opinion. It's a silhouette. And she's a silhouette. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a person. It's just a drawing of a got person. It, got right? it. It's a representation. And she was like, oh, look, this is this is what a man's profile looks like. And so somebody else, a support, a person who's also a transvestigator, as they call themselves, took her side profile and laid it over the silhouette and was like, you have the same same silhouette. You're actually a man. And so now they're all calling her a man. Damn, they're infighting? That's my favorite thing. It's when a bunch of horrible people still have their own dumb drama. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, Seth, it consumed their entire community now. Everyone's saying everyone else is actually transgender. It's it's all crazy. We're convinced the there are no women in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we have this we is, have deciphered this. It's beyond that. There are no anybody. There's no season <laughs> anymore, apparently. We're all trans, apparently. Except, except for each one of them individually, because I'm the one, I'm the one cis person left. You go from hating trans people to realizing, to thinking maybe, am I, am I, is it me? <laughs> like that's just how, how how their whole life story goes. If they were just like, oh, Chris Pratt has he has feminine energy in his eyes. Look at that feminine energy right there. That's that's a woman actually. I was like, you know what? I think people are upset about. I think people are really upset that Elliot Page is a is a better looking man than almost any other actor there is. Elliot Page You're is probably good. not wrong about that. I think people, I think especially people like Jordan Peterson, got pretty upset <laughs> about uh, that very fact. They're like, they're just like, how can this person be so handsome? It's not fair. I think I saw a shirtless picture of Elliot Page the other day. Looks good. Dude, dude's looking ripped. Looks great. So yeah, it's looking fantastic. I just watched the Umbrella Academy him. and fucking look, looking good. Yeah, yeah, go good Elliot. for him. We can kill so, him. Yeah, I think there. that fucked their brains. Yeah, they're just like this yeah, shouldn't probably. be. Probably shouldn't be. I think allowed. I just think for Elliot Page was a, was a real problem for people because everyone was so used to it being the other way around. You know, um, uh, uh what does he call it? Uh, uh, uh M to F. Uh, so F to M being so prominent, people just did not know how to react to that. That's really breaking their brains. Yeah. And this is this is unfortunately a sad story. There was a, a, a trans man who was who went to the correct 
by law in, in I think it was Texas bathroom a women's bathroom because that was the one that they said he should he should go to and he got shit kicked out of him by some men and he was like this is where I was supposed to go by so law he went to the, the women's bathroom which is what they told yes. him to go to and then a bunch of men went into the women's bathroom and beat him up yeah okay sounds a little counterintuitive to the whole whole system but okay gotcha right it's like you this is this is the consequence right this is what you wanted you you, you make it the rule so you have to go to the bathroom of a gender you were assigned at birth. And so someone who looks, let's just say, for for, for example, like me, a dude, goes into a woman's bathroom, there's going to be backlash to that happening. Yep. Even if it's technically correct by your stupid fucking laws. If you went into the men's bathroom, not a single person would know, right? Yeah. They'd be like, okay, Cause cool, me, another guy. Because dudes in the bathroom, there is no eye contact, there's no crossover, you were there to do one thing and get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't know what happens in women's bathrooms. So I assume it's different. So let's uh let's take this some some local news. I'll I'll start. Okay. We've had some interesting um, developments here. Um in good old North Carolina, there has been uh, a bit of an exodus of local police officers. Um, yeah. which at first I heard it say, I, heard, I saw a headline that was like entire police force resigns. And I'm like, great move. You guys are smart. And then I realized there's a little bit more to the story. So this is in Kenley, North Carolina, which has a little less than 1500 people. Um, police chief Josh Gibson, um, and the four other full-time officers, um, all resigned, submitted their two weeks, um, to the new town manager, Justine Jones. And that's going to be important in a second. So this police uh, office is known very for being so small and incredibly corrupt. They are known for falsifying mm. reports, for being too rough with people, and for generally just being horrible. And once again, I need to remind you, they're in a town of less than 1,500 people. So they've done all this in an incredibly small town. Um, so I'll just read what this guy posted on... Facebook. So Josh Gibson, chief of police, says, I put in my two weeks notice along with the whole police department. Sharon Evans and Christy Thomas with the town of Kenley after 21 years of service. The new manager has created an environment I do not feel we can perform our duties and services to the community. I do not know what is next for me. I'm letting the Lord lead the way. I've loved this community. It's become family and one of my greatest honors to serve. God bless you all. And so, you know, I guess you could read this and be like, oh man, it must, must be a pretty fucked up scenario. Um, and in, in truth, what happened is they hired a new town manager named Justine Jones. Their original town manager lost his job because he got, um, accused of, or not accused, he got confirmed to be a sexual assaulter. He was, uh, put on trial for that. Um, and they got a new one named Justine Jones, who is, uh, a, a younger black conservative lady and, or not conservative, uh, liberal lady and very progressive uh, she's fixed a lot of towns in the past, and no one's saying this out loud, but I imagine she came in and said, hey, you guys have to, you know, not be the most horrible people in the entire world, and they all quit because of that. So mm-hmm. it is incredibly funny. Um, also, with five police officers, they are technically, with a chief and four police officers, they're technically overstaffed for the size of town they are, so they were right. they had more people to commit corruption 
and we're just we're just so gobsmacked that someone will tell them not to. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, the the services they provide, like showing up two hours late to kill your dog in your yard. Yep. After someone robbed you, like, thank you for the services you provide. Yeah. Exactly. And I love how, I just love when this happens. This happens especially around the Southeast. It happens everywhere, but it happens a lot, a lot around here. Is when, as soon as somebody does something, they just throw God and Lord and all this in it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Honestly, right. you're the biggest hypocrite in the fucking world. And I just, it makes my, cause people, cause people have this, this weird opinion. Like when I talk about this kind of stuff, people think, oh, you like, you're like anti-religious. And I'm like, I'm not really anti-religious. And sh- oh, honestly, if you want to be religious, I don't give a fuck. Do what you want to do. But like, if you're going to be an uh, openly hypocritical about your religion, I'm going to criticize you because I have that. Right. And this is one of the times where it's just someone who's just like, they're so in their own ass and they don't want to be called out for it. So they're just like, oh. I got, it's going to be something that, that God takes care of for me. It's just so stupid. Yeah, I think that back in my youth, I was I was anti-religious people. And now I would say I'm just more anti... The, the negative effects of organized religion can be fucking crazy. Yeah. Right? Like, any organization can get bad, but I think people have done a lot of bad shit in the name of, of Christianity and the church in general, I guess. Just go for every religion, I suppose. I don't mind it, but I'm just saying there's a lot of harm that's been done. And I, if you if you if you want to believe in something, that's cool. But don't let it. And first of all, you should fucking practice what you preach. And second of all, you yeah. should fucking don't be a dick about it. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This guy's gonna let God guide his path into another job in yeah. fucking a month. Guide in his another town. Bullets into a unsuspecting um teenager. I I swear, dude, I don't know what it's going to take for this country to fucking stop with the fucking cops. The, the, how many times have we watched the videos of those fuckers standing around while those kids get murdered in Uvalde and do nothing? And you got Biden out here still talking about we need more cops. More cops didn't help. There were 400 cops at that fucking school. And it didn't yeah. fucking help. Didn't do shit. What do you do? Do, do, we, do we need a, a cop? Do we need to have more cops and atoms before we're fucking safe? What's going on here? I don't understand. Yeah, it just pisses me off. I don't man. get it. But oh man, if you say if you say you defund the police to the wrong people, they uh they don't like it. It's very funny to me. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. They we need to defund them. We need to do something to them. Um, they're power hungry and. It's gotten to a point now where um, there are even if you fairly criticize a police officer for being horrible or a whole police department, um, at this point, they are only incentivized to double down. They're not incentivized right. to actually fix anything. So and once you've made a system where the on, you're only incentivized to be worse at something, you got You got to destroy that system. There's no there's no way it, like and the the way we are currently running, there is no way for the police to actually want to change. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, Seth. When was the last time a cop did something good for you? Hmm. The last time I interacted with a police officer, my car was stolen, and he came to my house uh, 45 minutes after we called. And when we were talking to him in the parking lot, and he asked me if I had the spare key to my car. I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, can you look? So I went to my apartment, and he followed us, came upstairs to our apartment, 
sat in our fucking room and just talked to us for a minute about my car. And then he fucking left. And I was like, he didn't have to come up at all. Why did he? I don't know. That was really weird. So, yeah, I don't think. God, when is the last time a cop did anything good for me? I don't know. They found your car? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was stolen. They found it. It was crashed in front of a Coles parking lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, they had already found it before I even called. They, yeah, they had yeah. found it like a day before and I guess didn't care to look at the registration and call me or anything. So basically you had to do the work. Yeah, I had to do all the work. And the reason they were late is because they were oh, because we already found your car, so we were late. And I was like, but you found it yesterday, so why were you late today? Right. <laughs> you weren't out finding it. And then his question to you was, why'd you, why'd you call a day late? Yeah, and also, I had left my spare key in my car, and that's how it got stolen. Mm. So they knew the information already, that they had to oh. follow me up to my house and make, watch me look for my key. When clearly a spare key had been used to, to start my car. It was he was, stupid he was leading you, basically. Exactly. I was like, mm. yeah, I stole my own car and crashed it in front of a Coles, dummy. What the hell? But let's just, let's just take that entire interaction, yeah. which wasn't good, doesn't sound like. No. Um, and just ask yourself, did the person who helped you did, or talk to you and interacted with you over this problem, did it require them to have a gun? No. And the ability to murder people? Not at all. I don't think that's required to investigate a stolen car, you know? Yeah. They're going to get into a fucking, a daring shootout over your fucking, what was it, a Mustang? No, this was when I had it. This was a Toyota Corolla, my man. Oh, sorry. Right. Yes. This is after the Mustang. Yes. Um. So, yeah. that's it. They don't, they don't need the, the, the power to kill people. Like, the last thing that happened for us, I guess, was a trailer got stolen. And, like, literally... Eight months later, they found the trailer and brought it back. And again, no one needed to have a gun in this whole situation. Yeah. There was no need. So I just don't... I think most of the services and functions that police officers provide could be done by a force of people who is not armed with weapons. Yeah, I'd say 99% of the useful things that police officers do could be done by people without guns and um, who just have good intentions. That's all you really need. Right. How often are cops getting into fucking gunfights with people? You know? Yeah. It just... Last I saw, very few cops are murdered on the force. You know? But many people are murdered by cops. Yes, so that is true. That that's where, the, that's where the problem lies. A lot of folks get shot down when they don't need to be shot down. You know, you could let that person run away, you'll find them later. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not life or death. You know? And so, yeah, I just don't think, I just, defund the police, I guess, sure. If people are like, what are you going to, who, who's going to solve the crimes? I'm like, again, details don't need guns, really, you know? Yeah. Because they're not going to, they're probably not going to shoot the murderer, right? They're probably going to come to his, his work and arrest him. Exactly. You know, six weeks after the murder has happened. People watch too many freaking procedurals and they think that everything ends with your gun pointed at someone t- talking them down. It's not how most crimes ever end. First of all, most yeah. crimes don't get solved. Let's go ahead and say that. Yeah. Most crimes never get solved. Um, mm-hmm. Second of all, they don't, no, none of them end that way. Very, very few. Right. I, I mean, if, when it happens, it's on the fucking news. It's a huge story yeah. when a cop has to like actually solve a crime by shooting someone or whatever. No, that's not that's not what happens. It's so like I I love the show Brooklyn Nine Nine right yeah I think it's very funny but there it ends with too many episodes and pointing guns at people which w- does not happen in real life yeah it's just it's just not how it goes 
So I don't, yeah, I don't think they need to be armed. I, and because America is a psychotic nation, I guess he would still need some kind of like SWAT team to come in when there's like a hostage situation or whatever in, in those events. But not every cop and who has two legs and a, a fucking half-functioning brain needs a, a gun. To, yeah. To... And another problem is that there's people, there's progressives, and I'm saying this in quotes for the listeners, who are like, you know what? We should limit the power that police has. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to start using artificial intelligence to profile criminals so that we will need less police officers to, to actually deal with them. And... And also, companies just openly and uh, without any kind of discrimination just narc. Like if you have those like video doorbells and stuff, they'll just give the data to local police officers and probably pin a crime on someone who's doing nothing wrong. It's like, mm-hmm. that is not the answer. A, an algorithm designed by a company owned by Jeff Bezos is not going to solve um, crime in America. Um, you idiots. That was a really great thing I saw the other day. He was about how how China is a surveillance state. All these cameras they have all across their country, and then a study found out that America has three times as many cameras. If you count shit like ring doorbells and all this kind of stuff, that also report to the police. Yeah. So the difference is our surveillance state is just private instead yeah. of and we uh, we public. buy into it. We choose to be right. part of it, which is the funniest thing. Yeah, it's just yeah the whole AI thing is like listen motherfuckers listen. Listen to me right now. You need to watch Minority Report. All right? Exactly. Spielberg Do did it. this shit a long time ago. He he's figured it out. We don't live in person of interest. Okay? Calm down. You have not created the God AI that's going to solve the crimes. And fucking Jim Caviezel's not going to show up to solve them. Okay? Slow your fucking yeah, roll. Jim Caviezel's trying to solve a bunch of other uh, crimes right now. <laughs> um, but better left than said. <laughs> Right. Um, so, yeah. This whole, like, the AI predicted crime thing is just going to lead down a bad fucking road. It's just... And I don't I don't know. It's one of those things. It's kind of like the blockchain. Like, whose problem does this exactly solve? What What are you really helping? <laughs> yeah. Good, uh, good call. Because it, it feels like it doesn't help police because... If you if you need less police, that means there's less jobs. So they don't like that. They want to get paid, obviously, and have positions. It's not going to help regular people because it's like going to accuse folks shit they didn't do and and all this kind of stuff. And it's not going to help even the politicians because you're gonna everyone's going to hate you if you do this. So I don't know. It probably just helps companies like Palantir, I guess. Yeah, truly. We talked about before, but how crazy is it that motherfucker named all his companies after Lord of the Rings stuff? Yeah, how did how do you? I don't know. I don't know how you how you do this. How do you get also, so in your own head about this shit? Also, he named the company Palantir, and the Palantirs in the book are little crystal balls with a piece of the devil inside of them that lets them see things they shouldn't be able to see. This is not good. <laughs> this is explicitly evil. Okay. You shouldn't, it's like if I built a fucking, if I was somehow a guy who built a a, a, a tank and I called it the Death Star, mm-hmm. it's not, a, you shouldn't call it that. <laughs> it's, it's not something that you want to have. Um, did you know that one of the original names for Amazon was Relentless.com? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was a, jo- a great joke I just came up with, but no, that was, 
one of the original front runners. And if you go to relentless.com right now, it, take, it redirects you to Amazon. They, they still bought the namespace. It's so funny. That's even funnier thinking that it was originally a book website to sell books. And the best part is it, one of the only things I ever like had a bit of respect for, I was like, oh, he's a guy who liked books at first. He just wanted to, to sell books. I can see, I can see wanting to do that. No, he doesn't like books. He did it because they were the easiest thing to ship. He was like, this is <sighs> the easiest dimensions for boxes. These will be easy to ship. I'm like, okay, so you didn't even really have, you didn't really care about anything. You just really wanted to make money. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, so let's see here. Let's, let's pivot away from politics for a second. Gotcha. Um, let's talk about let's talk about movies for a moment here. Movies. So a movie you've seen, a movie that I've seen, the other has not seen. So you tell me about you. You tell the folks at home about Nope, real quick. Nope. Oh my God. I Jordan Peele's newest movie. It is kind of like a like a bit of a love letter to like the old summer blockbusters that were just big and a kind of dumb but still had so much heart to them that you just don't see these days it was so amazingly fun and just like when i saw the northman and after it got over a man stood up and said that's the worst movie i've ever seen <laughs> when this movie ended a lady next to me said that didn't make any damn sense and she left i loved it I thought it was I thought it was really cool. There are some incredible um, running themes throughout the movie. Um, I want to rewatch it because I still think I, I missed out on some of it. Um, but Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Young, um, and for a little bit and for a little while in there, Keith David is just throwing around. They are so good. It is it it is weird because it's probably the least funny. Of like Jordan Peele stuff. Not that he makes comedies, but he makes some stuff. Like he still puts a lot of comedy into his stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but there's still some incredible, like still some really strong gags that had the whole theater like really laughing. Um, so I loved, I loved that. And yeah, I want to watch it again. It's such a fucking good movie. I have, I got kind of a small spoiler, uh -huh. and I want to confirm it with you real fast. I'll believe it if I have to. Okay. But someone said this is the modern day version of Jaws. Yeah. Okay, interesting. For sure, that is the movie I thought about um, most. I thought about that movie, and then for one scene at the end, I thought about Akira, and uh, I think you'll. And, th and this isn't. This is strictly visually, and I think you'll see why when when you watch it. Okay. Uh, well, I want to talk about the movie that I saw, uh, which is The Gray Man. The Gray Man. Gray Man is a movie that I had basically no expectations going into it. I was like, I have only heard that this, I heard two things. It exists and it has Ryan Gosling in it. Those are the two facts of the Gray Man that I knew going into it. Uh, for folks who don't know, the Gray Man is a Netflix action movie that costs apparently like $200 million. Which, by the way, having now thought about it, is insane. Where did it go? Don't want to spend it on. It was not like, an, it was not that insane of a fucking action spectacle. But anyways, that beside, um, basically, it's about a man who uh, was in prison, and then Billy Bob Thornton shows up and is like, "Hey, do you want to come kill folks for the CIA?" And the guy's like, "Ryan Gosling, sure." And then it cuts to like thirteen years later. 
and he's been doing this for a long time or whatever. And the movie is two hours of Ryan Gosling and Anna de Armas running around murdering CIA goons, and it could not be any more fun to watch. I had a fucking blast. The action set pieces were good. It had some pretty neat hand-to-hand fights. You got fucking uh, uh, Chris Evans in here going back to his roots of being a total douchebag and being great at it. You got, uh, it's just, I just had a great time with it. Um, I think my only criticisms of it really are where the budget go. Uh, that's crazy. And also there's too much stuff that is unresolved in the movie setting up for explicitly for a sequel. I'm like, no bad. Stop doing the sequel stuff. Don't do that. Oh, you haven't heard. Have you? No. Netflix wants the gray man to be a multi like movie TV series probably web comic podcast they want it to be every they want it to be huge that's what they're, they're trying to do the same thing with fucking army of the dead which is like one of the stupidest mm. fucking movies ever um because they made they made that army of thieves movie which is like remember that zombie movie that you liked i guess now here's a mm-hmm. bunch of thieves and it has the word army in it and it's one of the characters yeah. it's just the weirdest i don't understand what that thing is but yeah they want the gray man to be like they want it to be their James Bond, where they have like a bunch of movies. They're gonna have some series to explain all the other characters and so probably some of these unresolved things you were talking about from the Gray Man. Um, it's very ironic because the character they don't that they, they talk about don't, don't show is called the Old Man. Uh, what if they're right. in cahoots with <laughs> FX? Which I had to explain to my, to, to my parents, the old man is a common term in the intelligence community. There's always an old man running the operation of some sort. Yeah, but. But yeah, I, the thing is, it's like, I enjoyed the Gray Man more than I enjoyed fucking Spectre. Okay, I haven't seen No Time to Die yet. I'm not sure it's good or not. Oh, No Time to Die is um, great. Oh, it is great. Okay. Yes. Um. So, it's, it's I enjoyed it more than the last James Bond movie I saw. Okay. Oh yeah, Spectre is um, a piece of, piece of peace, man. I uh, I think that, um I mean, I just, just don't, don't, don't do, see, don't do these fucking franchises, man. Don't make it to universe. Just do one cool action movie and move on. We don't need more of it. I agree. I think that, and once again, it's a Marvel thing. Marvel and Disney in general have ruined the way that our brains think about media now. Yeah. Like, like if you're if you're not creating an interconnected universe of movies and television shows, you're basically fucking wasting all of your time, you stupid idiots. That's mm-hmm. how all the big studios are taking it. Whereas smaller studios are continuing to pump out really good stuff. Um, that is just way better than anything that these guys are making because they're not beholden to some big universe in this weird house style, you know? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, see it. Just, I mean, just, just, just do the, just do one, just do one. Just be done. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Um, but, uh, speaking of, of, of movie stuff for a second here, I've wanted to give a real, I wanted to say rip to a real one. David Warner passed today, who is an actor who you have seen him in something. You've seen him in something. Seth, I know for you and me, the big thing we, we saw him in was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. He was the scientist in that movie. Yeah. And if you hear his voice or see his face, you've seen him in something. I get, Google him. You have seen this dude in something. There was another, um, Paul Sorvino died today. Yeah. Uh, so just a bad day for character actors, my man. And the, uh, 
the big thing for me that I knew Warner from was Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Om, where he played John Irenicus, one of the greatest villains uh, in all of video game history. And he's such a, he was so good at shit talking people. At one point he's like killing some fucking wizards in a fucking crazy magic fight. I say crazy magic fight. It was 90 something. He was just shooting balls of light across yeah. the screen through static uh, uh, images. And the line he said was, I cannot be caged. I cannot be controlled. Understand this as you die. Ever pathetic, ever fools. I'm like, oh my God. this dude rips. So yeah, his voice acting brought that character to life. And I mean, he's been in so many... Anim- Dude, voice actor extraordinaire. Dude was in so many cartoons and shit when we were kids. You probably... It's just He's incredible. It's so sad to see him, to see that he's gone. I seriously feel like voice actor is the best job in Hollywood. It might be. I feel like you're incredibly recognizable to a bunch of normally very dedicated people. You can do the con circuits. And then in your free time, you just do podcasts and play role-playing games. That's like all you do. Yeah. It's just like, well, that sounds cool. And you ain't got to get up there and do all the actual hard exactly. parts of acting, which is the moving around and emoting with your face. Exactly. Voice actors don't do anything hard. I agree <laughs> with you. I'm so glad you were brave enough to say it. Let me rephrase it. Instead of hard, let's say annoying. Ah, there we go. You think you think DiCaprio likes getting up there and fucking having to, to pretend that he's a racist? I do think he enjoys... Well, maybe not, well, maybe not that far. <laughs> but I do think he enjoys acting, yeah. You, th- you, think he, you think he fucking enjoyed having to fucking sit with his face down in the sand for Inception for how many retakes it took on, on the beach? I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe you're I right. think Leo D was like, I wish I was at home Leo right now. Leo D. Leo D. What the heck? Sounds like you're a, a French person who's done too much drugs. <laughs> it's it's Leo D, but you gotta spell it out D-I. Oh. Yeah. Got it. That was so, a pretty yeah. good joke about French people doing too much drugs, right? <laughs> well, um, they do a lot of drugs in France? I guess they do. But I'm saying, but it's Leo D. Well, yeah. I mean, that's all that matters. I don't. It's true. They might not do any drugs. Maybe drugs yeah, are illegal yeah. there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, voice actors don't have to do all the annoying shit. Although I guess sometimes I've seen this behind the scenes on The Last of Us. They had to fucking get her and act that shit out and all that. We've seen those outtakes. So maybe oh, yeah. sometimes I gotta get her and do it. Uh, but yeah, so Nope and The Gray Man, you should go see them. Uh, well, or, The Gray Man, you'll have to sit at your home yeah. and watch on a tiny pathetic screen, whereas Nope, you can see an IMAX. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adobe, Dolby, you know, so do that. Uh huh. Well, you know, I guess I guess it's a different viewing experience a little bit. I just can't believe that number. Where did that money go? There is one insane scene with a a plane a plane fight action scene that happens, which is fucking crazy. But I still can't even. I mean, unless there was more physical props in that scene than I thought there were, I don't know where the money went. That's wild. I think that the movie probably cost more, like one hundred and twenty. And Netflix has been uh, doing some other stuff for the rest of that money. Oh, you think cooking the books? Yeah, I think that's what's happening. Because like, do, like Gosling and Armas and Evans are not gonna. I mean, I'm sure their contracts were large, couple million a piece for sure. But like, no way was it that big. Yeah. Also, I saw Anna De Armas do a couple of uh, fight scenes. They did put her ass into some action flicks. Let her do some action scenes. I mean, she she was in No Time to Die and was very good in that. 
Yeah, there would um, be more of that. So yeah, that's I think that's kind of what she's what she's going for. Um, can't believe you haven't seen No Time to Die. It's great. Um, after I mean, Spectre kind of just killed my interest in in James Bond for a that's while. Not, that, that that's bad. not how James Bond movies work, though. When there's a bad one, know. you know there's gonna be a good one. But like, there was never a bad Brosnan uh, fucking James Bond movie. So. What did you just say? <laughs> You there's mean the man who made Dalton. almost only bad movies? There's, there's Goldeneye. Exactly. And, uh, hold on, I'm thinking here. There's a, uh, um, uh, Live Like You're Dying, and there's um, uh, yeah, there's a one where he fights a guy with nuclear uh, uh fuel rods in a submarine. That was pretty fucking dope mm-hmm. and stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's the one where at the end they say that incredibly doofy and disgusting stuff about um uh Denise Richards's character who I think is na- I think her name is Christmas Dr. Courtney Christmas huh Dr. Courtney Christmas yeah and they say they make a joke about coming on Christmas something like that and they made some really dumb joke oh no uh, Christmas comes twice this year yeah exactly and I was just like I was like oh my god so bad if you think about it, though, the implication of that joke is that she only gets to come once a year. Yeah. Because the other thing is Christmas actually happening. Yeah, and the I, rest of the I, year, it's just James Bond. Only he gets to come. <laughs> I mean, Seth, the, 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 fr- the franchise has a movie named Octopussy, so there's not really a lot. Back when you could name done. movies fucking whatever you wanted, <laughs> and movies are fucking good because of it. Uh, you released yeah, exactly. a movie today called Octopussy, starring Daniel Craig. See what happens to you. <laughs> Cancel culture in action. Exactly. We've canceled cool movie names. We'll come on the new film about the new film uh, Night of the Cox. It's about roosters, goddammit. Yeah. Calm down. Uh yeah, you couldn't name it Octopussy. You couldn't you could not name a movie like Glunch. There is a there is that new Elizabeth Banks movie coming out named um, Night Bitch, which is pretty good. Night Bitch. I've heard of this movie. That's right. Where she thinks she's a dog or whatever. Or yeah. Or a dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night Bitch. Isn't that a Hulu movie or something, though? They can go have more on there, I think. I do, I, I do think they, they do. Uh, oh, it's Cocaine Bear. I can't remember who's doing Night Bitch. But yeah, I do believe that's a streaming movie. <laughs> Night Bitch is very fun to say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, um, uh, I guess in terms of, of movies, that's pretty much all I've seen so far or right now. I haven't been, uh, I think next on my list, cause Sandman comes out August 5th. I'm going to watch that for sure. Um, cause looks Is that like a movie it. or a show? It's a show. Okay. Um, I don't like the main character's look. His face is fucked up. Uh, he looks like he's constantly sucking his cheeks in. And he he does. And he's very very sharp and angular in kind of a off-putting way. Well, but like, not like in a necessarily Sandman way. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch is a sharp-faced man intentionally. Or sorry, not, sorry, unintentionally. Like, he's just how he is. This guy looks like he's trying to become a sharp-faced man by like... We're sucking his lips in a little bit every, all the time. It's yeah. weird. 
I don't, I don't, I don't like it. But everything else was cool. Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer, and fucking you got, uh, uh, oh God, Seth, fuck my brain. Do you know who's playing the villain in that show? By the way, no. Our boy Boyd Holbrook is playing really? Corinthian. Yeah. Okay, now that I'm actually gonna watch the show, <laughs> I was I was considering not even watching it because Netflix is just up and down. But I will watch if Boyd Holbrook's in it. And the best part, Seth, is he's doing a British accent. And I, for a second, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Is is he afflicted? No, he's an American actor. He's doing a, a British accent, though. Nice. nice. So we get one. Finally. Fuck you, Britain. <laughs> um, the, uh, the thing I'll tell, I'll tell all the Hollywood producers who listen to this podcast, if you ever make a movie that has Boyd Holbrook and Wyatt Russell in it, I will shit myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of that, Wyatt and Kurt Russell are finally going to do a movie together. Oh, shit. I can't remember what it's called or who who's making it. But sadly, it's not um, John Carpenter, which would have been the best. Uh. Um, but yeah, they're going to a movie, which is going to be awesome because those are two great actors. I would like to see them do John Carpenter do a third escape movie. And it's Snake Plissken and his son. Okay, actually, this is kind of cool. It might suck, but at least it'll be fun. It's going to be... They're going to co-star in an Apple TV Plus Godzilla and the Titans Monster series. What the fuck is this even going to be? I have no idea. Is it live action? I'm going to assume so. Wow. That's pretty wild. I have not heard of this. That's yeah. that's a very interesting premise. But I love Godzilla. I love Kurt Russell. I love Wyatt Russell. So I'm there. Yeah. Cool. I guess, Seth, we gotta talk about the fucking memes everyone's Uh-oh. been making about the goddamn Marvel Phase 17 or whatever is happening right now. <laughs> yes. Bullshit. Are they lined up like what the next three years of movies are going to make so yeah marvel has made like a three or four year plan um which i gotta give it to them they're pretty ambitious about the the last man of the universe um but (laughs) yeah they keep it out they just they just kept announcing movies honestly think i think they were announcing movies they haven't really talked about yet they're just like let's throw it on the just throw it on the calendar why not just make make more shit um but the best thing that came out of this is people making um memes about how it's like Frasier, Tossella, and Scrambled Eggs. and um, There was one that I had a bone to pick with. It was about Austin Powers. And there mm-hmm. it was like Austin Powers Rebirth, Austin Powers versus Mr. Bean. And then I can't remember what the last one was. The end of Austin Powers. Of Austin Powers. And I gotta say throw, I mean rest in peace, but throw some respect on Jim Varney's name. Get Ernest in there and make it a triple threat yeah. match. Yeah, absolutely. People people forget that Ernest was America's Mr. Bean. Okay? That's right. You guys, you afflicted people had your guy. He's great, but we had Jim Varney. And he made movies that made no goddamn sense. But they were amazing. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like they they people forget about about <clears throat> Jim Varney and Ernest way too much. I mean, he had that. He had the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. I mean, 
Douche is funny as shit in general. I mean, Ernest goes to Africa. I mean, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. I mean, it's so good. You can't, I mean, here's the thing too. Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson is a bad person, it turns out. Uh, he's very much on the uh, yeah. whole cancel culture nonsense is a thing. So get him out of there and get, get old Jim Varney back in there. Well, I, I think, think Jim Varney is dead, but yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying for your fictional meme you're making here. I know. Something dumb. Yeah. You could do awesome. Also, awesome Powers versus Ernest is a movie that I wish existed. That would be that would have been the best. But man, it's crazy. I just looked, I just looked up. Jim Varney died in 2000. Yeah. He he died like that was one year after the first or like three years after um the first Austin Powers. They were still making sequels at that time. My God. Yeah. I didn't realize he died so early. I mean, he's still old. He did die. He, he did die for nine eleven. Yeah. He didn't, he he didn't know post nine eleven America. He got out of here at the height of everything. Um. But yeah, yeah, Jim Varney, uh, ripped to a real one, true legend. Absolutely. Good, gonna miss you. Did you watch trailer for the fucking uh, monsters? I did. So it looks like that on purpose, right? Yes, That's the it joke? does. Okay. It looks like that on purpose, I mean, and I think people on the internet are going a little too hard on my man Rob Zombie. Yeah. I, I think that it looks incredibly distinct and uh, like it's just going to be probably not some, not it's not going to be some piece of high art, but it's probably going to be fun enough. I do think that the runtime is a little bit long. It's like over two hours, which every movie Ooh. is now. Um, but yeah, I think people are going to be, I mean, people are already down on the movie. They're probably not mm-hmm. going to like it anyway. But I have faith in Rob Zombie. I think that despite his myriad of incredibly obvious flaws as a filmmaker, he still makes stuff that I really, really connect with for some reason. And Mm -hmm. I think he's going to make a fun movie. So fuck him. Well, yeah, people are like, this looks like garbage. It looks stupid. And I'm like, did you not catch the beginning of the trailer where it says the greatest love story ever told? Do you, did you not get that it's a fucking joke? Like it's, yeah, it's all a joke. Exactly. <laughs> and they're over here like this looks like a community college person made it, and I'm like, I think that's kind of part of the bit. But what do I know? Right. Yeah. It's not like the Munsters was ever fucking uh, high production quality television show. Yeah, the Munsters you know? is B list Adams Family. That's like yeah. what it is. So like, just let it be that. Yeah. I don't. Aren't they making a fucking Adam's Family movie just about just about Wednesday? Isn't that happening? I believe it's a Netflix series. <laughs> My God, a series about just Wednesday, I huh? Think maybe it's a movie, but yeah, I think. yeah, it's gonna be a series. Yep, series on Netflix. This is like the that Rowan Atkinson project, Man versus B. Yeah. How is it ten episodes? But weirdly, I've actually heard that one's pretty good. <laughs> Are you Strange, fucking serious? Strangely enough, I've actually heard pretty good things about it. Assuming the episodes are half an hour long, that's five hours of a man. And the only problem is there's a bee in the house. There's just one bee. I, I just I feel like whose dick did Rowan Atkinson suck to get this fucking shit made? I know, man. Did he really need it that bad? You know, I'm did sure Mr. he's got to be. Not he's got to be freaking swimming in Mr. Bean and John English money, right? So I, you know who we should have had? We should have had uh, Johnny English versus uh, Cody Pee Wee Max. Herman. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. 
Pee Wee Herman would make a pretty good choice as well. Cody Banks. That's right, baby. I'm going deep. Frankie Muniz, um, man. I saw him recently doing something. I think. I think he's. Kind of, I think he's. I think he's a chill dude. Yeah, he I lost his memory. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't it come out recently that fucking uh, what's her name who played Daenerys Targaryen? Didn't Mary she have like Clark. multiple like strokes or yeah, some shit? Yeah, she had. She's had some pretty pretty fucked up brain injuries. That's fucking crazy. Was it because yeah. of the show or what? I don't know. I, I didn't get that deep into it. So. Oh man. This is a crazy one as well. Today, it came out that there's this uh, a Korean webcomic called Solo Leveling, which is getting an anime pretty soon. The illustrator of it fucking died. And he was in like his 30s. My lord. And they're saying it's because he had like brain problems that were exacerbated by overwork. Dude just fucking drops dead. My lord. I, I thought it was a free cash center or something. Holy shit. No. I think there's still a writer who writes the comic, but the the other their illustrators just just fucking died, which is fucking crazy. That's insane. It's it's I've read the I've read a bunch of the comic. Um, I was current on it at one point. It is not something you would enjoy. So I uh, something I would enjoy, or that anybody else it, would enjoy. It's something that you would not enjoy. Oh, okay. Why do Why do you say that? What's that? What is it? Why is it out of my wheelhouse? It's just not something that you'd be interested in. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're interested in the whole like taking video game mechanics and applying them to the real world uh, as a as a, a story beat type uh, thing. No. See, there you go. Um, you you read a book. You read that, from what I've heard, that was it called the Will White book? Uh, Unsold. Cradle. Cradle Unsold. is the series, but yeah, yeah, Unsold yeah. is the first one. Yeah. This falls into the same genre as that. The progression the fantasy. Progression fantasy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same genre as that, but I think you would probably because you didn't like that book, right? I thought it was I thought it was decent. And everyone who has read read the series says the first one is purely set up and you should read more. Um mm-hmm. and I would like to. If I if I was a person who was able to read books quickly, I'd probably read more of that one. But I don't think right now it's not at the top of my list of things to, to dive back into. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, it wasn't bad by any means. Yep. The uh so yeah. Crazy just feel people just fucking dying today, apparently. It's yeah. ridiculous. Really, really weird. So the other actor, I can't I'm sorry I can't remember his name. It sounds something else that I know of. The guy from Goodfellas. What was his name again? Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino. I wonder if he's I wonder if related to Mina Sorvino. Uh let's see. I I know who Mina Sorvino does not look Oh, yeah, Mira Sorvino. Yep, that's his daughter. Oh, wow. Okay, so what do you know? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He was in Goodfellas and what else? Was he also in all the other gangster, like, Italian? Well, he was in, first of all, he was in Repo the Genetic Opera. Well, which, I mean, obviously. I mean, if you didn't remember that one, that's just crazy. Um, I'm in a Paris Hilton from that He's one. only in 172 movies. Oh, God. Um, he was in The Rocketeer. Um, Nixon. Wow, hold on! Let's he, go back! He played Henry Kissinger in Nixon. Ooh, uh, what a role. This is interesting. Uh, he was in an Iggy Azalea m- uh, music video. <laughs> so, I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been in a lot of shit. Okay, so he's been, he been around. Hey Arnold, the movie. You know, I was picking out the movies that are not that. Wow. Mm. He was in the Romeo plus Juliet, the Baz Lerman. Oh, um, 
He got he got the Lerma nod picture. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a sad day for actors because a, a lot of good ones uh, have left us unfortunately. Are there, is there any is there any like actor that you think of like man when they die it's going to be a real fucking loss for for the whole goddamn community I guess Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I was about to say Tom Hanks, which I think will be a bigger loss for, I don't know, like, the internet. But Tom mm-hmm. Cruise dying is going to be pretty much the last movie star to, to ever die. Um, yeah. Which will be pretty crazy. I keep thinking of, like, I mean, people like Ian McKellen, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a bad day when he goes. Um, or, like, Tony Todd. What a, what a, what a oh, gift man. he's been... Been in about- Tony Todd's Tony Todd's great. So many films I love. Tony Todd was in them. Um, remember when he was like the personification of death in the uh, Final Destination movies? Yeah, pretty great, great choice on their part. Good, good, good pick. I didn't see the new Candyman. I wonder if it's any good or not. I didn't see it yet either. Um, I think it had came back. Around the time there was like a COVID spike, I didn't want to go to the theater that weekend, and mm. I never got around to it. But I hope it's good. I don't know. I didn't hear any chatter about it, so I assume yeah, it was not good. That's sad. But or maybe it was just it was just what's the kids say these days? Mid? Is that the, yeah, the, yeah the, maybe is that it was mid. The worst thing you can be, apparently. Yeah, it's true because you know at least if it's like really bad, we talk about it. That's true. Okay, Seth, we're actually over time here, so... Yes. Before we go here, what you been doing? I'll just make it quick. Watch the rehearsal on HBO. Best show besides Better Call Saul. Go ahead. I'm going to say also, watch the rehearsal, also watch the Oroville and Strange New Worlds. Nice. And then, (laughs) that's all for me. All right. Uh, right. So this has been the Illenials Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find things that I write on instinct-shatter.io. Our art is done by Marcus Barkley, who is usually here. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell. He has been streaming Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and Losing His Freaking Mind. Um, But he's finally gotten past one of the the big bosses, so he's doing good. Oh, Nice. Um, you can lead a horse of water, but you can't even get under it. Fuck Britain. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start, stop trying to solve our problems and they're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenny's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. <laughs>